That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you've finished listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me, as always, is my very good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? And um, have you done your weekly review? Hi, James. I am doing pretty well today. I uh, have not done my weekly review. <laughs> In fact, I'm thinking we should just turn uh, this podcast, rename it to Falling Off the Wagon instead. Of <laughs> <laughs> but actually, though, I, I mean, I'm okay with that. Um, I, I don't want to change the title of the podcast. First of all, we have a kick-ass song, and that's the kick-ass song is what it is. Um but I do recognize in myself, and I have over the last year, realized like falling off the wagon is part of my personal brand. And so this uh, week, no, I have not done a weekly review. I've been pretty holiday and short holiday travel focused, and I, I, it's not a good excuse, but there it is. And uh, I also have not done my weekly review. Actually, what I've been focusing on is clearing out my email inbox, which Mm -hmm. was getting really high, and it's still at like 71 messages (laughs) because some more stuff just came in. Again, still so much better than 160,000 messages um, (laughs) by by a a few orders of magnitude. So all in all, I'm not doing quite as bad as I was before this all started. Um, And I've also been not quite like, again, I'm working myself, I'm kind of digging myself out of the various things that would lead to a successful weekly review. Um, So, and also enjoying the holidays. So that, that's also an important thing. I'm in New Jersey, um, spending time with my sister. And um, so that, that, is a very special time of year when um, I don't mind missing a weekly review or two. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with uh, the importance of enjoying the holidays if, uh, you know, that's what you set out to do and spend time with family. It's, um, it is the most important thing. And the weekly review is just a tool to hopefully leave you less stressed out about doing those things. Exactly. And it's been a relatively low stress time here, so that's good. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been restful. Um, And so we thought since uh, this episode will be released just after the new year that we would talk a little bit about um, a year in review. Um, Yeah. Looking back at (laughs) 2019 and things we may have or may have or may have not that's not even english um that we have or have not accomplished um and i don't know uh, if you would start gene that would be great okay well last uh year i made a resolution that i have 50% um completed but i feel it was successful and that resolution was to quit Facebook and Twitter. Um, 
and focus just on micro.blog because um, I am increasingly unhappy with the companies that run those those social media walled gardens, if you could call them gardens. <laughs> and uh, the, um, you know, I just felt like, you know, I'm putting all my energy professionally into micro.blog. It would be a good idea to um, put my personal energy into it as well. And uh, that included quitting Instagram. So Facebook owns Instagram, and I decided I was going to go all in. So I did quit Facebook. Um, and I can give you some links for the show notes. It was not as quick and clean as I thought it would be in the mm-hmm. sense that it, I didn't just say January 1st, boom, I deleted my Facebook, um, because I didn't want to just delete it. I wanted to let people know I was leaving, let them know how they could uh, be in touch with me and also download all of my Facebook, you know, files. And um, so it took more than a month to kind of get that all together. And I did write a a post called quitting Facebook is hard work. Um, Mm -hmm. But I did it. Instagram's a little easier. I had already downloaded my Instagram uh, archive and imported it to micro.blog, which was very easy because... uh, we have a import to micro.blog tool for Instagram um, in the Mac app um, for micro.blog. So that was pretty cool. And then I was like, okay, now I'm going to do Twitter. And um, I started by like muting everybody who was, I would be reading about elsewhere, some either on micro.blog or through friends of friends or whatever, and seeing what happened to my feed, if it was limited to just a few, not just a few, but say, you know, a couple hundred people who I wouldn't hear from otherwise. And this generally means people who are not part of the Apple, you know, Mm -hmm. group, the people who, who I know from conventions and things like that, or, um, and also people who are, are, you know, frankly, not well represented in that group. So women and uh, people of color and people with, you know, various disabilities, I don't hear from that often, I don't see them retweet it. Or, and so, you know, I thought it was, I, I wanted to see, you know, if there was something really valuable, I would miss out on, on Twitter. And, and I thought, well, yeah, this is true, you know, I am going to miss a certain slice of uh, the community out there. The other thing is I started a podcast this year about Star Trek, Mm -hmm. um, Star Trek Voyager. As you know, you were a guest, early guest on the podcast. I was. uh, (laughs) Star Trek is very well represented on Twitter in the sense that all the fans are there. There are some Star Trek fans on micro.blog, but it's nothing like, you know, the massive fandom that is on Twitter. And I had created a Voyager Revisited Twitter account, and I started using that pretty actively just to interact with Star Trek fans. And also, to you know, I learn a lot about Star Trek, or, you know, I get tipped off to interesting things from people there, plus follow the various stars of Star Trek Voyager, which is fun. 
And so that Twitter account is definitely staying because it just, you know, it, it, it just really dovetails with the, the mission of my podcast, which is getting people to talk more about Star Trek Voyager and rethink maybe previous opinions about it. So, so I, in the end, I did not quit Twitter. Um, this year, um, I might quit using the Twitter app for my personal account. Um, and, and the reason would be that the Twitter app now is the only one where you can really see who's interacting with your Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and micro.blog has the, uh, you know, the opposite approach, which is you, you don't know who's following you and you don't know if people like your posts unless they actually personally reply. And somebody else on micro.blog said that's what they were going to do this year with Twitter is only use a third party app. So they wouldn't be able, you know, to see any likes or retweets. And they would, um, you know, let people know if you really want to interact with me, you'll need to actually reply because I won't be able to see your likes or um, retweets otherwise. And I I think... um, that is a very interesting idea. So that's something I'm going to start out the year trying um, on my Mac Genie account. On my Voyager account, I need to see those likes and retweets because that's where I'm figuring out where the people who are interested in Voyager and active are. So it's, you know, yeah, I'm a little, uh, a, a little tormented by Twitter, I guess you could say, because I still have a love-hate relationship with it. But quitting Facebook and Instagram has been great, I have to say. I don't know what I've missed, but I don't think it has, um, you know, made any negative difference in my life, really. And it certainly has the positive uh, effect of me spending less time reading a lot of stuff that I don't really need to be spending my time on. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's my, my signature accomplishment for 2019. How about you? Uh, Let's see. Well, I think they've, we've talked about most of them in previous episodes as the year went on the, Mm -hmm. uh, well, probably the biggest, accomplishment of the year was uh the live near wwdc show in june mm-hmm. um that uh is always enjoyable but a heck of a lot of work to put together so mm-hmm. that was uh it was always great to have that come off well again and um let's see well getting rid of my dad's car that, yeah that was that a big was deal a, that was <laughs> You wouldn't think it would have been, but that was quite a quite a caper. Um, it, it was epic. It was really epic, and which uh, was a lot of fun to do with my like uh, good friend from college. So it was kind of mm-hmm. like we got to do a road trip together for for old times' sake. It was a lot of fun and mm-hmm. uh, also kind of nerve wracking. Um, trying to repatriate this car that probably shouldn't have been out of the United States for so long in the first place <laughs> and getting it across the border and um, 
anyway, it it all we got all the paperwork and it was auctioned off and that's all good. Um, so it's just good to know that that was properly disposed of. Um, and uh, let's see, in the like a long ongoing process of like consolidating all my domain names with one name registrar and yeah. Um, Moving over a couple of sites that I had been hosting at GoDaddy are now static sites that I'm hosting um, through GitHub pages. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have to, like, pony up a a big hosting fee for another Mm -hmm. year. Um, So that was, you know, again, not making necessarily a big big, uh, statement about being off of uh, companies that you disagree with or what have you, but just a lot of block and tackle things that have been on my list to get done for a while. The car was on the list for like at least a year. Um, mm-hmm. The the other thing had been in progress for at least a year. So mm-hmm. it's, it's nice to have those things done. And um, I'm also, the main thing, one failed thing was I... My, well, my health insurance plan, since I'm self-employed, um, you know, I have to buy it myself. And mm-hmm. I had this terrible plan. So mm-hmm. when I first joined, they assigned me a doctor. I look up online. The doctor gets like half a star in his mm-hmm. reviews. So I'm like, well, do I really want a half a star doctor? <laughs> um, like, no. So then, but... At least, and then, you know, the show got busy, so I didn't find another primary care physician. Then when I start looking in earnest, like, it's impo- it was impossible to find a primary care physician. They Ooh. have this list, uh, you know, their directory. Yeah. So, you know, you research a bunch, you find a doctor that gets good reviews, and then you switch your primary care physician. But then you call their office, and it nobody ever picks up. Oh, well, that's not a good sign. Like, it just rings, and that's during office hours, after office hours. So I call them, and so I call the insurance company and say, you know, do you have a better number for this doctor that's in your directory? They said, no, but if you find one, please let us know. And it's (laughs) like, it's like, well, I think I'm the one paying you hundreds of dollars a month. Right. Um, And then, you know, so that didn't work. Another one, go look in their, the directory, you know, find primary care physicians that, you know, I'm logged in as me, so the insurance company knows what plan I have. So I call them and try to make an appointment. Oh, no, we don't take that plan. It's like, mm-hmm. Jesus, criminy. So I've been literally trying to see a doctor just for a checkup for a long time. Um, so one of the things I'm most looking forward to in the new year is I switched plans. Oh, good. Um, so, um, yeah. my, that, that makes sense. It yes. Sounds like that well, plan wasn't they, really working for you. It seemed, it's terrible. Um, I won't name names, but it was terrible. No, um, it's okay. So my 91 year old next door neighbor, um, mm-hmm. We were talking about healthcare plans, and she belongs to a local HMO that she's very happy with, so that's what I'm switching to. Um, so, uh, yeah, hopefully by the time people are listening to this broadcast, I'll already have chosen a doctor and made an appointment. 
So the thing, of, nobody likes going to the doctor. I'm looking forward to seeing the doctor and checkup because <laughs> it's been a while. Um, that's how. That's how terrible that healthcare. Oh, terrible. Oh, anyway, James. Yeah. But I'm excited about that. It's. Uh, it'll be good to find out. Uh, hopefully, what? Well, everything is okay, or mm-hmm. see if maybe something's not. Um, so that's. Uh, that's the thing I'm most looking forward to in 2020. It's kind of getting back on the <laughs> the healthcare wagon, and um, yeah. and also, you know, I haven't necessarily been re- eating right in 2019. Um, yeah, it, which which is my tactful diplomatic way of saying I have in no way been eating right in 2019. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I think uh, especially, like, I think we talked about New Year's resolutions a year ago, and I said that I try to not, like, pin things to the new year because, um, well, first it can be difficult because you're coming right off the holidays to start up right away, um, and you're kind of doing your re-entry from, at least for me, always a trip back east, Um, Mm -hmm. and also just... There's no sense if you're in the middle of the year and you think something's a good idea for you to do. There's no reason to wait. So you should really no, just true. start a new resolution whenever. But in this case, it absolutely just works out that, you know, all the health plans kind of kick over on January mm-hmm. 1st. So um, it just lines up that uh, it ends up being a New Year's resolution. So I'm kind of, I kind of feel, uh, like I'm part of the the resolution crowd this year. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. We did have an episode about that, and um, I think definitely with things that are like food, health, exercise related, starting on January first is um, is I don't know recipe for failure potentially, but certainly not ideal, as you say. We usually are just, you know, having in the middle of vacation at that time. But it definitely depends on on the person. Everybody does this differently, and I think that's that's the important thing: is you do you, you know, you do mm-hmm. what makes sense to you. S- something like quitting Facebook was like a resolution. Like I resolved to do it. I didn't do it on day one, but right. if I had said sometime this year I'm going to do it. I might have procrastinated a lot of that, um, you know, preparation work that uh, it took to finally, you know, pull the trigger, which, by the way, is a phrase I want to say less of (laughs) in 2020. Uh, I like I don't whenever I say it, I think I don't want to pull the trigger on anything (laughs) like I don't want a trigger in my hand. So anyway. That's just well, you a know, you could tangent. be you could be crafting with a glue gun. <laughs> they have triggers and or yeah. like building something with a nail gun. So it's not all triggers are necessarily bad. There are some useful nonviolent tools that Yeah, you don't watch enough television, James. <laughs> if you think a glue gun is a is a nonviolent tool, it's a very um, well, uh, let's just say it's a very, it's a very iconic um, tool in Orphan Black, and it's uh, pretty funny. And a nail gun, like 
as well. So absolutely. Well, you know, the same <laughs> could be said for common, you know, tableware cutlery. That's um, true. So you know, um, well, I don't much want anything. <laughs> Okay, maybe I will stop saying I'll I'll take a stab at it as well. <laughs> I'll take a stab at it. I'll take a stab at it, and then if we like how it worked out, then we'll pull the trigger. That sounds <laughs> sounds appropriate. That's horrible for our horror uh, horror obsessed era that I feel like we're in. Um, right up with the many ways to skin a cat one. Oh, I never say that because that I just... like cats. And yeah. Why? Why do we even need one way? <laughs> well, James. Uh, well, that ended should... on a. This is. Yep. This, this Maybe is we should. Re- <laughs> we were talking about uh, accomplishments, and uh, somehow now we're talking about poor cats um, being flayed. And let's. Uh, I don't know. Would you be okay with closing the show now? <laughs> We would, and all, well, also it, this year, uh, in fe- last February, my dear cat, uh, yes, Dinah, yeah. passed away very suddenly. So, um, that was that was a sad moment. Um, but still, Dexter is with me, and he's. Uh, that's one of the things I most miss when I'm back here, back east for the holidays. Is I miss Dexter. He has a pet mm-hmm. sitter looking in on him, but uh, it's always great to go back home and uh, and hear his meow, his very loud meowing and cuddles. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think um, if uh, if you have no more uh, to talk about last year or next year, we can wrap this episode up. Um, that sounds good to me. Well, then I think it's time to wrap up this episode so we can all get back to getting things done. You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at theweeklyreview. And you can always send us email at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. We'd love to hear any of your New Year's resolutions, any of your big accomplishments from 2019, or anything at all. And of course, we would love it If you would rate or review this podcast, it helps new listeners find us, helps us find new listeners, and we always love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you got